0: Hi everyone, this is Dr. Jessica and welcome to another episode of The Spinning Chronicles Life with a Vestibular Disorder. Those who are new and don't know about what this podcast is about, it's me with my journey with a vestibular disorder, decided to do this podcast to give some hope and shed some light to people out there in this world that are suffering with a vestibular disorder and to show that we can all heal. Those who have been listening already and subscribe to my um, station, thank you so much and welcome back to another episode. So let's get to it. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Jessica with another episode. Um, I know I've been completely lost. I think it's been two weeks again. <laughs> I've just been trying how to figure out how to do this new season two and i also think my introduction for my podcast is kind of (laughs) horrible so i've been trying to think about other ways how to do it i need a lot a lot of help Um, but hope everybody has been feeling good have been doing some little wins here and there i would like to hear um and messages or hit me up on instagram wins that you have received this week with your vestibular disorder. Like it could be a little win that you walk from your bed to the bathroom and not getting dizzy. So that's a win, right? So I want good positive vibes for all of you. Um, and I want to hear positive stories. So we, I said in my first episode of season, season two, because this is my season number two, that this new season is going to be about um, more of the science side of it. Um, besides of me talking about my whole, narrating my whole journey with my vestibular disorder. So this episode today, we're going to talk about causes of dizziness. So we know that vestibular disorders makes us feel dizzy or off or lightheaded. So what causes it, right? So th- there, there are different types of causes that can cause you to be um, dizzy or have this or be um what's it called, Disequilibrium and all that stuff, but it's really hard to identify specifically um, what is causing it, right? Because a vestibular disorder can be either do problems from your inner ear, it can be a problem from um, your muscles, your joints, um, it could be a problem from your eyes even. So if you have a vestibular disorder, it can indicate either, like I said, a problem in your inner ear, but also it can be some by something called a peripheral. Peripheral means away from the center. It's a peripheral vestibular disorder that is like a dysfunction of the balance organs of your inner ear. But if you have a central vestibular disorder, it is a dysfunction of one or more of those parts of the central nervous system that can help you process that balance and that spatial information that your body that your joints get from your surroundings right so there's different types um, so first of all what is dizziness what is vertigo right or what causes disequilibrium all those all those words dizziness vertigo disequilibrium lightheadedness um, those are all common symptoms that are reported by us vestibular sufferers that we suffer 24/7 um, They are all symptoms that are a result from a peripheral vestibular disorder, like I said, um, a dysfunction that is from the organs of the inner ear, or a central vestibular disorder that is a dysfunction of one or more parts of the um, central nervous system to help you process balance and your spatial information. So what is dizziness? Dizziness is a sensation that you have that you feel either lightheaded or you feel like you're going to faint and you feel unsteady on your feet. Dizziness does not evo- involve a what we call a rotational component, meaning you're not spinning. So that's me. Um, I was diagnosed with vertigo when I went to the hospital the second time um, in an emergency room, but I, am, I have a background in, med- in um, science. So I'm Dr. Pagan. I told you my last name there. <laughs> I'm Dr. Jessica. Um, I, when I went to chiropractic school, they taught us about vertigo, but they don't explain to you. And when you study general stuff, that there's different parts of it. When I went to the um, emergency room, I was diagnosed with vertigo, but I always told the doctors the room doesn't spin, right? Because vertigo is different from dizziness. Dizziness, I felt constant lightheadedness. I felt like not faint, but I felt like I was doing fine. And then like my pressure would drop. You can say that's like that kind of faintiness sensation and unsteadiness. When I used to walk straight on a line, I feel like the floor was like marshmallows or cloud. I feel like I was bouncing around. So almost everyone experienced some type of dizziness at a certain point in their life, right? It could be for seconds due to disorientation of your spatial component, meaning of your surroundings. You started spinning and playing with your son or your daughter and you got a little um, dizzy, lightheaded, but nothing crazy and just lasted for a few seconds and went away. Another explanation is when you go to see a, when you go to see or watch a 3D movie, and then for some reason your body perceives an illusion that you're moving or falling. So that makes you a little bit dizzy too. So frequent episodes of vertigo or dizziness that lasts only for a few seconds or days are like a first sign or a primary sign of some type of vestibular dysfunction, right? Specifically when you change your head. So when I was diagnosed with my situation, um, they were asking me if when I move my head, do I get dizzy? I had no problems moving my head. I was able to look up and down, side to side, bend over, touch the toes, even walk around. Like I have no problems changing my my head positioning because it was not coming from my ear. Dizziness is also a... uh, problem that can besides being a vestibular disorder can also be either a cardiovascular, it could be a neurological disorder, it could be metabolic, a vision change, right? My problem is my vision. I have something called binocular vision dysfunction, that meaning that my eyes don't don't align well. So it makes my makes me perceive the world askew. So it affects my spatial orientation. This is all due Something called the vestibular-ocular reflex, because your eyes and your ears help work together to maintain your body in balance. So my problem was coming from my eyes. So, and also, people who have psychological problems can also get dizziness, right? So most of the most of you vesties out there, some doctor says it oh, all it's all in your mind, or you're making this up, right? So like a psychological situation, which I don't think anybody will joke around with this because it is the worst thing somebody can have, besides cancer, obviously. So that is dizziness. Dizziness that is caused by vestibular disorders, um, we need to know that, or like I said earlier, that our vestibular system is composed of three systems. We have the eyes, which is the vision, their proprioception. Proprioception is due to sensors that we have in our feet and our trunk muscles and in our spine, which help us know where we are located in space. And also by our vestibular system, which is within our inner ear. So the sensory input that we receive from from those three systems is what we call, they're integrated and processed by our brainstem. In response to those processing actions, we receive or we sent out feedback messages that are sent to the eyes for us to help maintain a steady vision and to the muscles of our body to help maintain posture and balance. So I know that a lot of you out there that are suffering um, from a vestibular disorder are complaining of um, eyes twitching or seeing double. You can have You can be diagnosed with a vestibular disorder caused by either vestibular migraine, vestibular neuritis, something that affects your inner ear and it can throw off your eyes. Vice versa, you can have um, binocular vision dysfunction like I have, and it can affect your, your inner ear, your vestibular system. Because like I said, vestibular ocular reflex is a reflex that they both work together to maintain the balance. When we talk about vertigo, vertigo is what we call the perception of movement that you're twirling or you're spinning around, right? Either your body, like either you feel you're spinning around or your surroundings spin around. I don't know which one is worse. Either or, it is horrible. I've heard of patients and people that have what they call drop attacks, that when they feel it, they have to throw themselves on the ground because they feel that their body is moving that is the most scary thing. I never had one. Let me knock on wood. I uh, have nothing wood. I have a pencil here. <laughs> I hope I never get that because um, I, I, I don't know how I will react to that. So when we have a healthy vestibular system, um, our system, uh, our vestibular system, how can I say this? When we have a healthy vestibular system, it sends out the most, precise and reliable information about how our body is in our surroundings. So when we have a healthy vestibular system, we don't have to worry about our surroundings because we know how far we are from either the floor, the desk, we have no problems in walking a straight line, changing our head position because we have a healthy vestibular system. There are different causes of dizziness that are due to a vestibular problem. Um, Most commonly, you can get vestibular problems or dizziness due to a head injury, right? Especially concussions, traumatic brain injuries, which are TBIs, transient ischemic attacks. Um, you can also get due to aging. As we get older, I have a lot of patients who are older who are senior, and they tell me, oh, I have to take it easy because I have vertigo or I get dizzy. That happens with aging because as we get older, our body starts to decompose, so we can move on to a better realm. Um, so everything gets affected as we get older. And also the most common one out there, the viral infection. So when you have a virus, a cold, um, mononucleosis, Epstein-Barr, HPV, whatever type of virus, um, the vagus nerve, like the chicken pox virus, it can affect your um, vestibular system. Especially now with COVID, you hear all this time that Um, the virus is attacking the inner ear. It's either attacking the vestibular system or or the cochlear aspect of it, which is the hearing. Um, People get either um, vestibular neuritis from it or they get constant tinnitus or tinnitus, which is the ringing of the ear um, and drives them crazy. There was a a really rich person that passed away. Um, He killed himself, obviously, uh, which is sad. He uh, took, off his, took his life because um, he developed tinnitus after developing COVID, and he couldn't handle it anymore. So I can't remember his name, but I feel bad for the family, for him, because I understand what it feels like. I do have tinnitus every now and then. When my eyes get really tired and I work a lot in the computer, I can hear it more. So I understand. Mine is like a little cicada sound, like I, I hear cicadas or like a hissing sound. But it's not loud it's only loud when i feel horrible like this past weekend um this past saturday i had i'm sorry there's a car passing by i had my second COVID shot and um saturday i was doing fine um sunday i woke up and my body was achy i felt like i was getting sick with the flu like i felt my body was like jello i had a massive headache in the forehead I haven't had one of those since the beginning of um, this whole vestibular problem. Didn't get dizzy, didn't get lightheaded, only that my tinnitus was 10 times louder. (laughs) I was hearing the cicadas really loud, so it was driving me a little bit. Um, I was getting a little bit annoyed by it, but I'm able to turn it off. So that can cause... um, the similar problems that can cause you to have dizziness right or then you have other type of medical conditions that causes it and also genetic and changes in the environment environmental factors meaning um, medication that you might take may cause dizziness genetic wise apparently i had binocular vision dysfunction since, since i was young so it's genetic in my part so i did not know that so you can also get like medical conditions like acoustic neuromas um PPV, like benign paroxysmal positional vertigo, cervicogenic dizziness, um, labyrinthitis, vestibular neuritis, small debarkment, manieres, migraine associated vertigo or, or vestibular migraines, um, semicircular, like superior semicircular canal dehiscence. I think that's how you pronounce it. All these medical conditions are out there that can cause you to have dizziness, right? But you can have something called non-vestibular causes of dizziness. So dizziness that can be linked um, to the blood flow irregularities from cardiovascular problems. So having heart problems can give you dizziness too, obviously because you have no oxygen, or you not, not that you don't have oxygen, you have less, less oxygen supply to the muscles and organs and brain. Right, so when you don't have enough oxygen supply, you're going to get lightheaded, you're going to get dizzy. So, like, arrhythmias can cause um, dizziness. Arrhythmias are irregular or abnormal heartbeats that can um, happen due to low blood flow to the brain, right? Causes you to feel faint or about or that you're about to faint. You can have you can get um, also dizziness due to ather- ather- atherosclerosis, which means this is when you get your arteries, your, especially your vertebral arteries get hard and narrow. Happens more in older people that have high blood pressure. So those plaques get deposited in those arteries. So when it gets that narrow, that, that inner part of the artery gets that narrow, the blood flow is less. So obviously less blood flow to that area, less blood flow, Less blood flow supplied to the brain, you're going to get faint and lightheaded. Something also called carotid sinus reflex, defective heart valve, um, mostly happens for the defective heart valve, mostly happens in the aortic valve, um, which shuts down a little bit, which is called our, our aortic stenosis, and that avoids or prevents the normal or the proper amount of blood to flow to the brain. Obviously, anything that affects the oxygen supply to the brain, you're going to get lightheaded. You're going to get dizzy. Dehydration is one of them. Like when you're really thirsty, you haven't drank water. an old day, you feel a little bit lightheaded, right? It can, that, it's due to multiple system changes. Um, embolism is another one. When you have an embolus, or what we call a blood clot, that is formed around your heart valve that is not working properly, um, and then it's released to your arteries, to the brain, it can cause a stroke, right? Stroke can cause temporary dizziness. Um, I have a patient who um, used to run marathons and he was running and a young, this was a young man who was vegan, still is vegan, um, in his early 30s, was running for a marathon, um, training for it. And he felt a little lightheaded, like he was about to pass out and he had a stroke. So that's one of the signs. Heart attack can also give you some type of dizziness, but rarely occur. But it, when it does give you dizziness, it's because of lack of blood flow to the brain. Hyperventilation. Hyperventilation, you get it when you have a panic attack. Panic attack are caused by anxiety attacks. So a lot of people who have anxiety disorders or they have anxiety attacks with these vestibular systems. You need to control it. You need to know how to cope with these mechanisms or create some new mechanisms to cope with your anxiety. Because the more anxiety and stress you get, the more um, dizziness you're going to trigger. Specifically, if you get a panic attack, you're going to get a, uh, a bout of dizziness um, because you're going to start hyperventilating. So when you hyperventilate, it means you. You're um, you're breathing really fast. So more carbon dioxide than normal is expelled out. So you're breathing out more carbon dioxide than than normal. And when this happens, the levels of the carbon dioxide in your blood falls, and that affects the function of the brain in your cells. And that can cause a little bit for you to feel faint or dizzy. Some medications cause dizziness as well. So like some over-the-counter drugs, the one that they give you when you have an attack. Meclizine besides the wonders of having constipation, that was the worst symptom ever. (laughs) Myclerosine can cause dizziness, can make the dizziness worse. So um, it's supposed to help you, but for some people it can make it worse. Other nervous system disorders um, can cause you to have dizziness, stress, tension, right? Stress can cause you to have dizziness. And I've been reading a lot about a new one that I've heard, um, vasovagal um, syndrome, which is a nervous system response that causes that causes sudden loss of muscle tone and the peripheral blood vessels. Vasovagal syndrome is something new that I've been hearing a lot that people get dizziness from. And obviously, the most common one, which I've read a lot about, this one is the vision disturbances that you get with binocular vision dysfunction, right? <clears throat> it happens because your eyes are out of alignment. You're unable to focus your eyes correctly. So you can also get dizziness that is caused by multiple sensory deficits, um, meaning that you can have a problem with your eyes and your ears at the same time. Um, my case is only the eyes that affects a little bit, my balance, um, I have a system, but my balance is great. Um, my balance is not, it's not, it hasn't been a problem in a long time, thank God. So. Sometimes your eyes are able to compensate a little bit more. Um, It tries to focus a lot more harder. And this is when you know when you close your eyes, if you have a balance disorder or a stable disorder, you're gonna realize that if you lose your balance completely, you you use your eyes more to compensate. In my case, um, there was no changes um, with my eyes at all. Okay, so. So how do we treat vestibular disorder? So I found this article from the University of Rochester Medical Center. I was a little bit upset about this article because um, this is what we go through every time we go to a doctor, especially a medical doctor, right? I have nothing against medical doctors. My medical doctors are amazing. Um, I made sure that I visited multiple different ones before I chose the ones that are the best ones for me. So I was reading about this article from the University of Rochester Medical Center about vestibular balance disorders and what is vestibular balance disorder. So, the most common, is they started with what is the vestibular balance disorder. So, they talk about dizziness and what the spinning and all that, which is simple. But then I started reading, like, what causes vestibular balance disorders? They say medicines, infection, inner ear problems, poor circulation to the ear, calcium debris in your semicircular canals. And then um, what are symptoms of vestibular balance disorders? Dizziness, feeling of balance, feeling as if you're floating, blurred vision, disorientation, yada, 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 right? Most same thing. But there was one part that I was not happy about because it says, how is a vestibular balance disorder treated? The first one says treating any underlying cause. Depending on the cause, you may need antibiotics or antifungal treatments. These can treat ear infections that are causing your balance disorder. Okay, that's understandable. Changes in lifestyle. You may be able to ease your symptoms with changes in diet and activity. This includes quit smoking and staying away from nicotine. That's understandable because every doctor tells you that. Epile maneuver. This is why I just didn't like this. Epile maneuver, which is, those who don't know, epile maneuver is where you um, reposition the crystals of your ear. Known as canalis repositioning maneuvers, these are specialized series of head and chest movements. The goal is to reposition particles in your semicircular canals. But guess what? Not everybody has a problem with their semicircular canals with the crystals being out of place. Oh my God! If you guys hear this, that's my dog. I'm so sorry. So, doing these Epley maneuvers nonstop on patients that have no Crystal malpositioning or anything is a waste of time and money. Not every vestibular disorder needs the inner ear to be repositioned that way, right? The crystal don't need to be repositioned. It's a waste of time and money. Then they talk about surgeries and then they talk about rehab. Um, and then they say, oh, key points. They say, let me see what's the other thing that they say. They talk about possible complications of balance disorders that you fall, reduced quality of life, anxiety, depression, Um, living with a vestibular balance disorder. The symptoms of vestibular balance disorder can interfere with regular daily activities, drive, work, recreation activities, yada, yada, yada. We all know that. Yeah. So then they says, um, there was one part that says, oh, if you're dizzy, um, it can help. You can work out and like do some of your exercises, and you'll be able to feel a lot better. Come on, some people suffer from vestibular migraines, and exercise makes it worse. <laughs> so this was the article that I did not like. I w- I'm always going to show you an article that I like and an article that I don't like. So that I didn't like. Okay, so um, this was just like what can cause. This was an episode to, to talk about what can cause dizziness in the body, right? So I just wanted to talk. A little bit about that. But um, starting um, next week or so, I want to start talking about the different types of vestibular disorders. right? So the first one I'm going to talk about next week is I'm going to start talking about acoustic neuromas. right? I don't want to give out a lot what it is, but I'm going to start talking about what is acoustic neuroma, treatments, management, symptoms, all that stuff. But then I'm going to start putting out there, I want to interview one or two of you, Um, we can do them together or we can do them separately, of patients who've had, of any of you, vestibular sufferers that have, that have, or have had an acoustic neuroma. I want um, the real deal, Um, I don't want no negativity in my podcast. So if you're planning on coming into my podcast to be interviewed um, and spill or negative stuff, we don't need that. We have enough negativity in this world. We are all suffering with a vestibular disorder. So we already had our negative, negative thoughts. I just want the real and the raw and to see how you're feeling, the positive that you've had. Um, you can talk about some setbacks that you had. That's fine but nothing about negativity, like, you would never get better, this is worse, stuff like that, you know, like, um, we all went through that, we all still go through that, so I just want to spread positivity out there, so next week, I'm going to talk a little bit about acoustic neuromas, I'm thinking of either, I'm thinking of either choosing two to three people and do them separately, days and then have one with those same three people that I interview separately and having like a get together of them three and me talking through the zoom and having like a like a conversation and then we can meet again with them and I can do a live in my Instagram those who don't follow my Instagram it is d_spinning_chronicles. underscore spinning underscore chronicles. Um, there I post tidbits and stuff about my, about my podcast and vestibular disorders and how can we treat them and really, 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 really cool um, short read stuff that you are, can take advantage of. Um, so, okay. Next week, we'll talk about acoustic neuromas and keep an eye out. I'm going to post when I'm going to be looking for, I think I'm going to do three people. Yeah, I'm going to look for three patients, three people that have have or have had suffered from an acoustic neuroma. I'm going to post it on my Instagram, the underscore spinning underscore chronicles. I'm also going to post it in the vestibular disorder support group on Facebook and also on vestibular hope group in Facebook. Okay, so I will talk to you guys next week. Remember, lots of positivity. We've been getting good news lately. So keep moving. Keep walking. Be happy. No negative thoughts. Positive thoughts only. Okay. So uh, we'll talk to you guys again next week. Have a good night. Bye.